Welcome to the HMO Success Podcast. My name's Wendy, and this podcast will help you invest in houses of multiple occupation. Hello, one and all. I hope you're having a good Friday. Today's video is all about how to future-proof your HMO after coronavirus, or I suppose we could say from coronavirus, because when is coronavirus going to end? We don't know at the moment, do we? So um, I've heard a lot of stories recently from people who've got HMOs and they're either struggling to fill their rooms, they've got bad tenants, they've got bad debt. Um, you know, this is not an easy time. Um, maybe their builder can't find materials to do the refurb. So there's a lot of problems that are going around the community at the moment. And I, I wanted this morning to offer my thoughts about how you can still have effective and great HMOs even during coronavirus. And that by taking that mindset of, what I call future proofing, which is part of my five step system, um, that that is a real key approach to um, adopting because this is a business, not a hobby. So um, what what are the suggestions that I have if you're if you're struggling with some of those areas? You know, I, I'm always struck by innovators and entrepreneurs who've made big businesses and they, they've systemized their businesses and made them work. Um, not being a natural systemizer, I've always found it quite hard to systemize. But actually, we have now systemized our business to the extent where really I hardly do any work all week on my HMO portfolio. So future proofing for me is all about how you can create systems that continue to keep your rooms filled. Whatever drama or disaster is happening in the world, people still need accommodation. So the first thing is to understand that lots of entrepreneurs, lots of other businesses um, have gone through difficult times in the past. And how have they survived? Well, what we can see often is that they've had to adapt and innovate to survive. So this is maybe a time for you as a business owner, whether you've got one HMO or 100 HMOs, to realize that actually to future proof, you need to be creative. We all do, don't we? We all need to innovate. Uh, and it was Ray Kroc who who said, uh, I remember in, in his book, Grinding It Out, he, um, somebody apparently said to him, what, aren't you worried about your competition? Aren't you worried about Burger King and Wendy's Burgers and all these other chains copying what McDonald's have done? And he said, we can innovate faster than they can copy. And I've always felt that to be very true in HMOs as well, that if we're innovative, we will stand ahead of our competition because we can innovate faster than they can copy. So I think number one is being innovative, being creative. You got into this business to make money. You got in this, into this business to solve problems. Uh, what problems are you solving? You're solving the problems of people who don't have accommodation. You're solving the problems of people who are in temporary work. You're solving the problems of people who are um, looking for somewhere that's all inclusive to rent. So you are a property problem solver first and foremost. And that is one of the keys to having that right mindset when it comes to future proofing. So let's kind of just put that out there that, you know, this is about you being entrepreneurial and uh, being a, a person who solves problems first and foremost. Second thing I would say, and we've recently been doing this in our in our portfolio, is go back to first principles. What first started you investing in HMOs? What was it that made you think, I can make this work in this particular area with this particular demographic. And what has changed? So is it that now suddenly all your tenants are out of work 
or they're being made redundant or, you know, some other disaster is, is occurring. Where are those people now living? What are the organisations that are working with those people who maybe have lost their job or um, are potentially going to become homeless? By developing partnerships with those organisations, charities, housing associations, you can find some very good win-win solutions. Uh, and recently, my business partner, Ian, has got some great deals by working with local housing providers. So he's doing a slightly different type of HMO. He's been creative. He's looked for solutions to the problem of loss of rent, uh, tenant demographic change because of coronavirus. So the first principles that you first started investing in probably meant, meant that you had to go and research your local area, uh, you had to go and spare room, you had to go and see what interest there was. And I would recommend that as a key part of future-proofing it, you should also go back and start and, and redo that research if necessary. Now, we know that there's only the people on spare room who have a profile that only takes up about 25 percent of the people who are actually looking for a room. So um, there's another 75 percent of people who never put a profile up on spare room. I don't know if you knew that. And that means that there's a lot more people who are looking for rooms than actually are publicly known about. So when we do research on, on spare room, we've got to remember that there's two things. Number one, people are normally looking within a week to move. So uh, if you're not responding quickly enough to the adverts or your agent isn't, you will lose some of those key tenants who might be very interested in renting a room from, from you. So res quick response time is vital uh, when you are trying to get tenants into your room. And this is one of your systems, this is one of your processes that might need a bit of attention because if you're not able to respond fast enough to those tenants who are looking for rooms, you won't fill the rooms quick enough. So fast response time, learning to use tools like spare room, really, really important. Third point, this is a business, it's not you. So don't take it personally. It's very easy, isn't it, for us to become despondent or unhappy or kind of want to give throw in the towel and say, oh, that's it. I'm not doing HMOs. They're not for me. Too difficult. I can't make them work. You know, I'm fed up with these tenants constantly hassling me. Oh, you know, I don't believe what everybody else says that they can have a hands-free business. Oh, no, it can't work. It's all awful. That's it. I'm going to go and, you know, bury my head in the sand or, you know, go and, go and live in a caravan. Um, okay. It's difficult. Okay, there are times when it's really tough. And coronavirus has thrown something in that none of us were expecting. We've had to adapt. We've had to survive. We've perhaps been very disappointed that the government hasn't helped more. We're, we're worried about what's going to happen in the future because of what's going to happen to tenants. Yes, these are all problems. And I don't have, uh, I don't have any solutions, but I also have a lot of sympathy. But what we've got to do is seize this as a business. This is not a hobby, but it's not you personally either. And when you adopt a business approach, you have the right mindset about solving those problems, about getting creative and about starting to go back to first principles. So one of the things that we learned from doing our, our research on spare room recently was that some of our rooms were underpriced. Yes, we realised that there were lots of more people who were looking for rooms that were slightly higher, they, they had a higher budget than we were offering. So we decided that it was time for us to raise our room prices. 
not lower them, which is the common thinking, we decided to increase our room prices. <laughs> and as a result of that, we sold a room just yesterday of an increased room price. So this comes down to research again. It comes down to looking at a spare room and understanding who is looking and what their budgets are. And if you can do an assessment of whether your your room adverts, whether they're the, 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 the amount that you're asking for matches the market, then that is a really, it, for me, it was a real big insight to realise that actually we can increase our room rents. Yay! Room upgrades. Um, you know, HMO rooms do get tired, don't they? Uh, it could be that when people move out of the room, it's a bit scuffed. It doesn't look particularly great. There's bits of furniture that maybe need a bit of, you know, a tidy up or a repair. Make sure that you're keeping your rooms in good condition because uh, it's very easy, particularly if you're using an agent, for them to move out the last tenant, move in a new tenant and not do any upgrades in between time. And then you have a long void. So doing room upgrades, even if it's just a lick of paint, a tidy up, um, clean of the carpet, make it as nice and fresh and bright as you can. So we've done a couple of uh, recent uh, room upgrades and the rooms look so much better. We've changed the curtains. There's a great sale on at Dunnell Mill, which I posted earlier. Um, we've uh, done a feature wall. We've changed this, the, the colours in the room. I'll do some before and after photos. I'll put them on the group so you can see. And I and these are lovely big rooms. So we've also put in a sofa into one and a desk into another one because we know people are WFH, of course, aren't they? They're working from home. So these are all small adaptations that we're making to make our rooms more um, appealing to the market and to appeal to people who want to live in accommodation where coronavirus is going to be sort of part of the new norm. Uh, it, so things like putting a kettle in the room and a, and a couple of mugs just to say, look, we can't offer you a, you know, we don't have a kitchenette here. You're going to have to still share the kitchen, but you've got a little, uh, you know, just having a, a, a kettle is like a, you know, a nice little gift to say uh, you can have, you can have a cup of tea on your own or <laughs> your pot noodle. <laughs> <laughs> or your instant porridge, whatever you can make with that, that boiled water. So I think little touches like that are going to speak to tenants and they're going to consider that, you know, you've thought about this, you've thought about the situation and how you can best serve and help them. Um, another way that you can future-proof at this time is to look at your maintenance costs. Um, we've found over the years that we've had HMOs that generally your maintenance costs can increase bit by bit by bit until they're really taking quite a lot out of your profitability. So stand back, look at it as a business, understand where the majority of your maintenance is coming from and how you could start to reduce that. It requires a bit of an attention to detail. So don't ignore those maintenance costs. If there's something that's recurring, is there an underlying problem that you can address? Um, so, for example, we had a, a boiler in one of our HMOs that kept being reported to us by the tenants as not working. And our plumber went in and fixed it two or three times. And then we realised there's something fundamentally wrong with this boiler because every month it seems to be going. And uh, so we had a bit of an overhaul and lo and behold, he found that there was a, a switch that wasn't quite working properly. So we got that replaced and hey ho, the boiler's now working. Now it was a bit annoying, a bit time consuming, cost a little bit of extra money, but it solved the problem long term. 
So as we're entering this um, time of the summer, this is a great time to be looking at the maintenance in your, your properties and seeing if there's any jobs that you can do or get your handyman to do, which will help prepare them for when we come into autumn and the winter so that they're ready and uh, still providing good accommodation that is not costing you an arm and a leg to provide. Speak to your mortgage broker. Um, what about the opportunity of lowering your mortgage rate? Now, I know that mortgages have stayed fairly steady. Uh, in fact, in some uh, instances, mortgage rates have actually gone up uh, for HMOs. But put in your calendar, put in your diary when your mortgage uh, term is coming to an end because uh, mortgage companies are going to probably want to renew and you might not, in fact, want a new valuation because values are up in the air at the moment there are some areas of the country where values are going up there's some areas of the country where values are going down so depending on where you're investing will depend on whether you would get an increased valuation in your hmo or a reduced valuation and you might not want to take the risk but even though you might not want to have a new survey your current mortgage provider may well be prepared to come down a little bit on the interest rate they're offering you so Speak to your mortgage advisor, see what deals are out there, see what new mortgage rates you can move on to. Sometimes a conversation like that can save you hundreds of pounds a year by renegotiating the mortgage rate. Um, and then finally, uh, when it comes to future proofing, this is all about creating a business that works for you. So each time you complete an HMO, you get the tenants in, you know, it's great to stand back and celebrate and say, woohoo, it's filled. I've got my money coming in. I'm making my profit. Fantastic. But this is also about creating systems that are repeatable so that you can scale up. And we use a number of systems in our business so that we don't have to personally manage our portfolio um, without using an agent. So take a cold, hard look at your portfolio and see exactly what costs you can reduce. Are there some things which you're paying for that you just don't need anymore? Are there some uh, you know, insurance premiums that you can reduce? Uh, insurance is very competitive at the moment. Um, are there some uh, other costs that you can start to kind of bring down? For example, again, because we've got a large portfolio, one of the costs that we saw was going up and up and up was broadband. So Andy, my husband, phoned BT and said to them, listen, what, what are your best deals on broadband? And the guy on the phone said, oh, we don't advertise our best deals. Our best deals you can only get if you phone in. So if you haven't renegotiated your broadband with BT or whoever you use, give them a ring because you might find that there's actually some much better deals that are much cheaper. And as a result of that, we saved about £15 a month per HMO. So I think, I think we saved about something like three to £400 a month with that one phone call. So I think there are always ways that you can save costs, you can save ongoing costs, you can increase your, um, your systems, your efficiency of your systems. And by doing that and by keeping your rooms filled, which has got to be the critical part, got to keep focusing on keeping your rooms filled you can future-proof your business and that then gives you confidence to grow or to diversify if that's what you choose to do and it allows you to have a business that carries on paying you whether or not we've got coronavirus or any other kind of virus or any other kind of disaster that hits my belief is that HMOs long term will always find a place in the market. They have for probably about 150 years, we've had HMOs in the British marketplace. 
And we will continue to have them because people need warm, well-maintained, all-inclusive accommodation. And if that's what you provide, fantastic, you're in the right place. Any questions you have about future proofing, please uh, contact me or put them in the, the chat panel below. I'd love to help you if you're systemizing your business or if you're struggling right now because of coronavirus or you want a bit more uh, hand-holding over how to create a hands-free property business. Uh, it's lovely to see you online this morning. I hope you'll have a lovely weekend and I'll be back again next week. Thank you for listening to the HMO Success Podcast. If you'd like to know more about how you can create a profitable HMO business, please visit our website, hmosuccess.co.uk, to find out more. We have plenty of free tools and information for you there, and also on our Facebook group, The Ultimate HMO Success System. We look forward to connecting with you very soon. Thanks for listening.